awesome running into you at lost lands how how did the rest of your weekend end up going uh it was really i knew when did i see you guys on sunday or on saturday i think i don't remember i can't remember but, that whole week is kind of a blur but not really <laughs> yeah yeah exactly, exactly. so much no, happened i know it was it was it was insane though i like went on stage with a bunch of people on sunday mostly and then it was just crazy. Like, I, I don't even know how to like describe some of the, some of the like things and conversations that I had while I was there, but I'm like insane. I'm, I don't think I've ever been this inspired. It's crazy. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I was like, not like, I, I don't know. Like what's the best way to explain this? Like, I like didn't expect that I was going to get booked, but like, I was really hoping to, um and obviously because I didn't I was like I need to make the most out of this mm-hmm. so I like even told my friend who was like a videographer and he was there shooting for like Revlo and Slippy and um I was just like dude like we need to like you need to, me and you just need to run around this festival and then like I was just super grateful that like everyone just asked me if I wanted to like come up to play like unreleased songs or whatever that they were gonna play and I was just like, hell yeah, like, this is perfect. <laughs> so that was just like, the icing on the cake for that was super sick, though. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, huge shout out to Freaky. He brought you and Matt and I think yeah. someone else on stage. I love to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. For that, that was cool. That was really cool. The video that, that me and Freaky have is really cool, too. I'm very, I'm very excited to put that out on the internet, you know? <laughs> yeah. And to your point earlier, where you said, you know, like, Obviously, you were a little sad that you didn't get booked for Lost Lands this year. I think it's great that you still made the most out of it and you networked and mm-hmm. you were able to still get on mm-hmm. stage. You went on stage with Rublo too, right? Yeah. So I went on stage with Rub, Get Up, French Thrill, uh, Me and Space Wizard played our unreleased collab, uh, mm-hmm. Freaky. Um, I don't even know who else. I feel like that whole weekend was just like a blur. <laughs> yeah um, i'm going off of people. my camera roll <laughs> yeah I, I know that's like literally like the same thing for me like my manager was like we need to figure out who played all the music and i was like i have some videos but not all of them um oh me and blade vision played our new unreleased song as well Ooh, is that um, coming out on their ep or is it coming out soon no we're it's it's kind of like a kind of a little bit of a work in progress though but we were like i think it's good enough to play so let's mm-hmm. go premiere it so that was really cool and then um slippy brought me out for like an unreleased song of mine that he played too so it was just a it was just a grand old time honestly just like just just like i don't know like i said i'm just super grateful that everyone was like hell yeah just come on stage like if you're not playing you at least deserve some of this time yeah so mm-hmm. i'm just very grateful that i have very uh selfless friends you know totally yeah and you yeah. know it's awesome like did you ever have moments where you wanted to stay home because like maybe you were sad that you were not playing like did you ever have those moments because I know some artists did but I think it's awesome mm-hmm. that you actually were like you know what 
I'm going to use this as my motivation. I'm still going to go, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe I'll be brought on stage and killed it, made some new friends. You probably are going to have some new collabs coming out of this as well. Cause you met a bunch of people. Like mm-hmm. there's just so much that comes out of this, whether you're playing or not. So I think artists should use this as a motivation, even if they're not booked. Yeah. That was kind of like my, how I took it to me and my manager had a conversation and like, you know, he was just like, just go. And he's like, we, we got everything handled. Don't worry about it. Um, he was like, just trust me. And I was like, at first I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Because like, it's pretty hard at this very moment. My life is absolutely hectic because I'm about to move to LA. Um, so I was just like, dude, this is going to be crazy. I'm going to go there and then come back home. And I literally have to pack my entire room and then just move across the country from New York to LA. But like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's super cool. Like, and he was just like, just go, you have everything set up, you know, like you have the opportunities to probably like hop on stage with some people and some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, like it will be worth it. Trust me. And it definitely was like, I met so many people this weekend. I not only like look up to a lot, but like also I've been dying to just even meet in person that like I've known for like years. So, like even for example, like how zombie like yeah I've known him forever and we met for the first time this weekend and it felt like I've known him forever like we've met before you know mm-hmm. and that's always like the really really cool thing is like you like have all these like homies that you've known since and I've known Matt since 2014 which is crazy damn okay and we meet now 2021 wow you know what I'm saying seven years yeah Dude. exactly <laughs> longer exactly. than I've known him for <laughs> yeah exactly and it's funny too it's like even though it's the same thing like like it it's just wild because it, it just felt like a really 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 good uh family vibe it's funny one of my friends texted me today and he was like how was the dubstep family reunion and I was like that's exactly what that place is but it's you know it's sick it really is it was a really really cool time and I'm, I got to talk to so many cool people I got to talk to excision mm-hmm. and like all that stuff and that was really nice uh I get to meet Shaq. That was yeah, cool as hell. <laughs> dude. I mean, he was probably the biggest celebrity there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember when Chrissy and I we we showed up early to Lost Lands to go support our homegirl Jessica Otterfred. So, mm-hmm. and all of our other friends, our rest of the, the rest of our group, they were all still waking up and getting ready. But we got dropped off in like the artist area. So I remember yeah. we were walking in, and then the security guards in front of us, like as we were walking towards the backstage they're all like move move and then we're all like what and we turn around and there's like four cops <laughs> escorting Shaq into the venue yeah. <laughs> we were both like who the fuck is this and then we were like wait Shaq is playing today it has to be him or excision wouldn't do that excision wouldn't no. have no. four police escorting him no. like this has no. to be Shaq and yep there's this huge seven two guy or however tall he is and like his hand is bigger than mine and Chrissy's face combined <laughs> like <laughs> That man's a giant. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That was awesome. Did you see the video of him diving into the crowd? Oh. <laughs> I'm so they mad. dropped him. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was so mad, though, because I was out of set for like a couple minutes. And then um, I had to jump back because it was like that, that way was such a shit show. My phone was dead like oh. already that day. So I had to run back to go charge it because I was alone. And all my friends are like running around going crazy. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to run back. And then like 10 minutes later, I checked my phone and I text one of my friends. He's like, he's like, Shaq just tried to stage dive. And I was like, 
Jesus, that's crazy. Or crowd surf at least, but that's insane, honestly. Insane. I was I saw him while we were in the back and he was walking through the uh he's walking out of his trailer and he was like he had to dock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and, and then they had like they have like the sprinter van for him because he like can't fit on the golf cart, which oh is my like gosh. hysterical. He's How too tall. Funny. I know. I'm not ready to accept that I I've left there already. You know. Yeah, I haven't even watched all my videos yet. I'm just. You know, uh, I know. I don't Same. Know. It, it's just it's a that is definitely like um like I I came back home and I like I like hopped on Discord and I was talking to a bunch of my friends and I was like, if you guys make anything near bass music you go you have to go like if you can figure out a way to like get a pass mm-hmm. I and mean, like be backstage and like all that stuff like you have to go because like you know just even like showing your face there and like people seeing who you are and realizing who you are like even just like you know it's, it's important like like as far as like the networking aspect of it goes mm-hmm. like half of it's not really even networking we're all just kind of shooting shit and having really have fun like drinking you know whatever <laughs> But, like, it's still cool because, like, I made a lot of very cool relationships with, like, you know, even just some some people working in the industry and stuff, you know? Like, I think it's really cool. And, like, even, like I said before, like, meeting you guys for the first time. Yeah. Really cool too. Like, it's all a really, really cool experience. And, like, I don't think, like, even, like, the EDC Vegases or the, like, Electric Zoos could even offer that experience, realistically, you know? They're just too big. I feel like they have them on lockdown. Like, we're going to EDC Orlando in November, and I'm already, Mm. like, you know what? I don't think we're going to be able to walk on stage. Like, maybe Mm. maybe we'll get to go in the green rooms because our homies, the commie boys, are performing. But even then, it's, like, they let us walk right on stage for the Jessica set, like, the Wooly set, all of that. Um, it was just really, it was a really cool vibe. And for us, like the networking, like we just kept talking about, you know, meeting Ray Volpe, who's fucking awesome. Like he's the nicest mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. and um, his girlfriend, Jesse, like she's amazing. Oh. Yeah. And then, um, control freak, Lizzie Jane, YDG, like John from Terra Vida, all of yeah. that was just amazing to put a face to the name. And I feel like, I feel like I'm so much closer to those people and I can like work with them on whatever I need now. And it's just cool to build those connections and like just see everyone and see everyone having a good time and just all headbang together and just watching excision's throwback set his og set and like the detox set and oh Mm. my god it was just it was so sick and it it was cool because you know we would be hopping from stage to stage and we would like go into the backstage for a little bit but then obviously we'd go back in the crowd to go with our friends but like it was so cool Mm. to actually see familiar faces in all the backstages like we always knew someone back there or we meet someone like and just Mm -hmm. make that connection and just network like yeah yeah it doesn't even feel like work (laughs) yeah it it definitely doesn't I, I I uh funny to talk about going on stage we were we were all hanging out and I was like isn't Excision's detox set like right now? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's go sneak on stage. <laughs> and they were like, the guy was standing there and he was like, nobody was there. And I was like, okay. And I walked up and I just walked onto to the some, like, little side of the stage on the main stage. I was just sitting there watching it. Um, and it's so funny. I couldn't stop thinking about that. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but there was this video of DMX and he's just performing to like the entire world. If you haven't seen it, like I'll send it to you guys later and you're going to understand the mm-hmm. reference to this, but just standing on that stage and then like peeking through the side to like look how many people are there. I was like, yeah. oh my, I'm like, I'm like nervous now because of, like there's so many people like out there and 
it was just super like like i said like super cool like it everything felt super homey no matter who you talk to the people who worked there were amazing like it was just super cool to like be mm -hmm. there and like you know like everything was so well done you know um, i agree the production i thought was very impressive they definitely yeah. upped it like from a pyro perspective from a fireworks perspective mm -hmm. like the leds looked so clean I don't even think there were any issues with any of them, really. I didn't really notice anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I did either. I like it's funny, but like, I, I kind of like was at mostly every stage equally. Of course, I was at subsidiary stage more because you know all my friends were playing mm -hmm. that. But I honestly think that was the best stage. The way that they set that box up and how the visuals look like at night, especially like. Mm -hmm. I hopped on stage with Revlo and then I was like, I'm going to go into the crowd for a couple of minutes. And then I wanted to go watch hydraulics for like a little while. Just, you know, I want to support him too. And um, I was walking back to watch the end of Revlo set. And I was like looking at it and it just looked so sick. Like I, I couldn't even take a picture because again, my stupid phone died, but like <sighs> at night and just like the way that setup was, was so cool. Mm -hmm. And even just every stage too. But I feel like that one in particular like, and I was talking to Yetep about it, and he said, like, it felt really intimate, even though there was a couple thousand people there, just the way that stage felt, and, like, you know, he was, like, even just, like, having, you know, like, one Revlo played, I couldn't even tell you how many people were on stage, it was insane, like, but it was cool, because, it was like, I feel like when I got off stage, and I, like, with him, and I turned around, it, I literally saw everyone, like, just like hell yeah that was fucking mm -hmm. sick but like you know i don't know i just feel like there's definitely a big disconnect when you play like a really big stage but like the way they set up even the smaller stages too i feel like was so well done that raptor valley stage was so cool mm -hmm. you know like and the I, and asteroid like, the asteroid was yes awesome. the fire oh my god i love that <laughs> that, that was a little sketch at first because i was like this thing could yeah. like fucking burn down if something goes wrong yeah <laughs> it could blow up <laughs> yeah no it was, it was really cool though like like i said that was an amazing experience and like i i like i literally it's so funny but everyone just kept on telling me like dude everywhere i go i just hear something of yours yeah i'm just like me and my manager racked it up and it was like 20 total people and i was just like what the hell Damn how i don't even know how he found some of it and i was just like all right, cool. Like we gotta, like I don't even know. We're trying to collect all the content and just dump it all at once. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't even know if I'm capable of getting all of it. So we're trying to just get the best ones. I mean, but, that's a really good feeling, you know, being in the crowd and hearing them play your songs, or just knowing oh, yeah. that, like, this is one of the biggest sets of their careers, and they like your music enough to include it in their set. Mm -hmm. That's huge encouragement. Like, no wonder mm -hmm. why you're fucking inspired right now and yeah. you have this huge move now so you're gonna go to LA and chase more dreams yeah I'm, I'm super stoked on that too I'm like, like I'm I definitely am very lucky because I have two very cool roommates which is one is after my fall who's like been one of my really oh yeah good friends. he was in one of your songs recently yeah I mean and yes. I, honestly we probably oh, made like mm -hmm. a thousand songs together <laughs> but like you know we released some of them um but yeah him and uh levitate who's an amazing okay, yeah. artist mm -hmm. you know so i'm super 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 stoked to like get out there with them and like just work and they work super hard and they're so talented so i'm like super stoked for that um but yeah like you know like I'm, i just want to go out there to work i don't want to go out there to like party or anything um 
because I feel like a lot of people get caught up in that too. But like, you know, like I had a long conversation with uh, Eliminate about it. And he made really good points to me. He was like, once I moved there, my life changed. Like, he was like, but I worked really hard. Yeah. And I was like, that's the plan. Like go out there, work my ass off. Just mm-hmm. like, because I know I can, I can really take where I'm at right now to the next level. Like my ultimate goal within like, the next like year or so is to be on every fucking festival next year like and that's that's the main goal like mm-hmm. i'm i'm so into making music and to be honest with you i like shows but like i like making music way more and like playing shows playing big shows is obviously a lot of a lot of fun but i really really just want to play the festivals because i know for a fact that i can prove that like like yeah like I think we can all agree that like a lot of the music right now is kind of following same format, same sound, same idea. And like, I've really, really been pushing to change that. But like, I know for a fact that like with the way I play live and how I present my sets and like all that stuff, I have something that like a lot of people don't have. And I think it goes the same for like Yuki and Revel too. It's like, I realistically think it's like kind of like a New York attitude. Like, I don't know if you guys caught Yuki, but the way he just, no. the way that Chris, because, you know, Anthony was sick, but the way that Chris was playing, like, Lost Lands, I was, that crowd fed into him so hard, and it was so cool, and, like, they're just, like, it's just, it's just different, I feel like, out here, and, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, a different energy that, like, we grew up with, that, like, we project towards people, you know, and I feel like it's really cool, because, like, People expect us to probably be really mean, but we're also really nice people, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's also like the kind of attitude where you have to make what fills your soul, what makes you happy. And Mm. you have to put out that own creative reflection of yourself because that's what fans are going to see as authentic. And like, they can sense when you're trying to copy someone or like, you know, I have conversations like this with artists all the time. They're like, why are all of these like rhythm copies of each other getting big? And it's just like, there's no longevity when you're just copying one another. Mm -hmm. You have to be true to yourself. And even if you only get a thousand plays on one of your songs, like you have to constantly move forward and use that as a stepping stone to get better and better and be 1% better every day. Mm -hmm. just be consistent and the fact that you're actually going to be living with artists who are also dedicated and motivated then it's going to hold you it's going to hold you accountable and also push you to take your brand to the next level I think Mm -hmm. who you surround yourself with is key and that's like you are who you associate yourself with and that's why I love hanging out with Chrissy and I love hanging out with our business partner Joe I don't know if you ever met him at Lost Lands did you meet him um maybe i might i i might like a big group of you guys yeah tall buff day. guy he's like oh, the tallest maybe. buffest guy ever uh, <laughs> Anytime. Some, of those, some of those lights are very blurry i won't lie okay literally whenever he's with us at any time someone is trying to find us in the crowd i'll define the location we're at like look for this pole or look for this bar with this sign and also mm. look for the tallest and the buffest guy there yeah. <laughs> that's awesome he's like your guys security guard basically he too. is he, he is, protects yeah. you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> that's amazing that's on god uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i agree and like yeah. one thing that like uh like you guys were saying before is like when it comes down to like who you surround yourself with and stuff too i think that's a very big mistake that a lot of people don't realize and like um to be like very brutally honest is like there are a lot of people in this industry that like people can see as like this cool person but when you get to know them they're honestly they're they're i mean it's a balance of good and bad and everything in life 
there's definitely some people that are pretty shitty people. And like, I think that like, I've caught even some of my friends, like associating with them a lot or talking to them a lot or, you know, considering them as their friend. I'm like, you have to understand is that like, my personal experience with this person could always be different than yours, but just know, like, I know this or that about that person. You can take that information, do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. But 99.9% of the time, I've always been right. You know, and I feel like, I feel like that's the thing too, is that like a lot of people don't know how to read people or like, or how to understand their intentions, like right off the rip, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, very like eager um, people who just like want to make friends, you know, and I, I would love to be friends with everyone, but I know I can't. Uh, and I know not everyone's going to like me either. You know what I'm saying? And that's completely fine with me. I would rather somebody tell me they hate me or don't like me because if it's something that I actually take personal, I would go ahead and work on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, and this was like a very general thing, but like I even made a tweet about it. It's like, there are so many people that you see in passing or have conversations with their friends. And then like, they don't introduce themselves or like they're the type of person who like, will think they're like too good to be in the conversation mm-hmm. with you. Cause they don't know you. Like, I don't know. It's like very weird, but like, that's why I also am not really like, there's a small part of me where like the LA move is just like, is like whatever, because like, I know I'm not really going to blend very well with some people because I'm very just upfront and honest. And like, if I don't like something, I say it, but like, I'm never, I'm never the type of person who wants to like hurt anyone or hurt anyone's feelings. You know, I just want to help people, you know, but nobody can ever take advice the right way because then they feel like it's condescending or, yeah. you know, this, that, and the third, yeah. like, I, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I just wish people sometimes in this industry were a little bit more honest with themselves and other people because mm-hmm. I feel like we would all be a lot further. You know what I'm saying? There yeah. would be a lot more to it. You know, even like my friends will send me songs. Yeah, honestly, I'm not a fan of this. Sorry for my crazy dog. Um, <laughs> I, I, tell them, yeah, I, I tell them like, I'm not a fan of this, but like, you know, like maybe do this or do that, but like, you don't have to please me. You know, because like same way, I would never want to please anyone else or want to make music to please anyone else, you know? I think we also need to have tough skin. I was talking about this with a few people the other day. Like, you, like I overthink things all the time. And I feel like a lot of the competition in this industry, like it lasts for a couple of minutes and then people are moving on straight to the next thing or like talking shit about the next person. And like, you can't dwell on things or else you'll just end up hurting yourself and setting yourself back. And I mean, again, like same kind of vein, I was talking to Matt about this. He was like, why didn't I get booked on Lost Lands? And I didn't have an answer for that, but I was like, you know what? You need to clap for yourself first. And you always need to speak up for yourself. You need to send emails on behalf of yourself. You need to be, you know, telling people about your new music and like, just clap Mm. for yourself first. Be proud of how far you've come because at the end of the day, there's not very many other people who would clap for you first before themselves. So it's just the same kind of thing, like have tough skin and be proud of how far you've gotten. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I I, I think like also like that thing, too, is that like pre Black Sheep, I had another project. Um, I don't disclose like the name or anything like that, but like I wasn't I didn't really like get very far. I had like maybe like two or three thousand followers with it, um, which back in like 2014 was like basically having 20,000 followers now at some point, too. But like. You know, I learned very, very harsh lessons back then. And I was super young. I was like 18, 19 at the time. And um, 
you know, I couldn't even like play New York City shows because everything here was 19 plus. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, my parents were very fond of it. So I wasn't going to ask them if they could chaperone me to my shows, you know, um, mm-hmm. which like it was also like a funny thing, too. But like, you know, I just definitely think like as a whole, like I think like coming into this at a younger age and really growing with yourself as an artist really helps you mold yourself into like being tougher you know what I'm saying like I don't you know it not too long ago like you know we've been sending out like a new EP um and my manager's like you know he's from Philly he's got tough skin too mm-hmm. you know he's like an east coast guy and like he, he just calls me he's like I said no I was like all right on to the next one like, yeah hey just tell like, me that you yeah. don't want it yeah you know? I, oh That's, my God. that'll get you closer to your next to your yes Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God. That is my biggest pet peeve at the music industry. Just tell me no. I don't care. I would rather hear no, you know? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then like not only does it all right, cool, like you don't waste my time, but it makes me work harder for from a guest for you. You know what I'm saying? I would like if there's like a gene label and they continuously told me no, 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 I would not stop until I get a yes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I would be in their face because like that shows them how consistent you are. And people are always like, oh, like I never, they never answer me. They never do this. Do follow ups. Yeah, you have that. to follow up, honestly, yeah. because that shit's going to get lost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like I can like even imagine how much shit you guys get for like premieres and like all that stuff. And like, like I always tell people like, you know, because I, I do a bunch of mentoring and I, I have like 30 students that I do production lessons with. um yeah I have a lot and uh it's mostly some of the on or off and you know some I do like monthly and weekly with like all that stuff and like I go through like one of the lessons with like my monthlies where I'll break down their brand and like I'll show them like okay here's things that I do to help or here's like how I work with my graphic designer like I'm at the point with him now with Lake Hills shout out Lake Hills absolute legend um like I'm at the point now where I don't even tell him anything anymore. Here is a new song. Whatever you, whatever vibe you get off of this, let me know. I've never said no to a single piece. I've never even revised something. Literally. Wow. That's an amazing I'm, situation yeah. to be in. Yeah. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I've been with him for a long time. And I'm, now I'm seeing him like really, really get popular or starting to get more popular. And I'm so proud of him too, because it's so cool. And What's like, his I don't, name? We can uh, shout him out. Lake Hills. Lake Hills? Yeah, it's Lake Hills and underscore on Instagram. Oh, what kind of music is it? No, he's he's the oh. he's my graphic designer. Oh, graphic designer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But like everything that like, you know, he goes through and I, I go with him is like super cool. And like I, I always try to help people with their brands. Like I still feel like I've only showed one percent of where I want to be with my brand. But like we're we're getting it, you know, and like it goes for like the same thing with like, you know, just like how to present yourself and like what we're talking about, like follow up emails. I was telling people like, yo, like email on the first follow up, like the, 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 the closest Monday after a 14 day period. Yeah. The 15. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and then, you know, I mean, second, secondary follow ups, like depends on even if you get the first answer, but like, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, it's, a, it's, it's definitely a struggle. Like, I respect anyone who's starting now, you know. I really do because it's very, very fucking hard right now. It's a doggy dog world out there. 
yeah i mean look at how many like even at that example like how many of the artists like how big these festivals are going to get lost lands had six stages that is crazy given that two of them only really had like four or five sets at night but even at that like four working stages from i don't even know what time started like 2 30 yeah like two or something yeah the red bull stage started at like 2 p.m i think or even 12 yeah because they were in the village Jesus. insane <laughs> that's what i'm saying though it's like it's crazy but like the amount of artists that are now getting booked like the edc like i remember like years and years ago you would see like the edc lineup like this and now it's like right now it's, it's like insane. quadruple even the lost lands lineup like more than doubled since 2019 yeah i wouldn't even doubt that i, I mm-hmm. don't even it's funny because like um revlo like bought like a lost land shirt and had all the artists on the back and i was like I was like very I was like I'm impressed how they condensed this and you can actually see everyone's name because yeah. I was like yeah. I feel like it's way more artists than I'm like I was like no nah, that's probably right but like you know there's also like there's so much like it's it's just crazy like 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 um what you guys said before it really is a doggy dog world and not to mention there's so much just to just even get your your name in front of anyone even artists forget about the managers the agents the labels even getting your name in front of bigger artists is still very hard mm-hmm. you know and then there's like the press pitching aspect of it which is so fucking hard trying to get blogs to write up your releases like we see it on both sides like with welcome we pitch the welcome releases out to press trying to get them to write about them and then mm-hmm. people pitch us their releases trying to get us to write about it and it's just it's like how is anyone supposed to know where to start with that? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And just managing your social media, because if you don't have Instagram or Twitter or even Facebook doesn't really count, I guess it's kind of dying, but like, yeah. face, but like having Instagram and Twitter is key. I feel mm-hmm. like to make it. And like I try to keep a good balance of staying off social media, but I can't because I have to run welcome records and I have to run dubstep FBI. And I know that artists, they have to, you want to be able to jump on someone's Instagram and be able to know what their mission is and what their vision is for their brand and have it tell a story. So just mm. keeping that maintained is just the hashtags and everything. It's, it's a full-time job, dude. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. And a lot of work. People it, don't it realize does. it. People think it's just like, I hate the whole stigma of, you know, like when I have some friends or family members who they see the amount of shows that I've been going to and all the yeah. stuff that we've been like how quickly we've been growing dubstep FBI. they still have that stigma of artists just all they do is just go on stage and press play like fuck no, no. like all right you guys can think Hell what you no. want but they have no idea the amount of work and the amount of dedication yeah. it goes like that goes into behind the scenes and even like lost lands running a festival like we saw a lot of the shit that was going on when I, when we first got there, like the campgrounds closing and then them having to figure oh out God. where to lead all the campers, like take them to that mm. one raceway and like had to think on their feet. Like, what do we do? There's thousands of people waiting to get in the lines. There's no way to get in. It's just, yeah. <laughs> so much work yeah. in this industry. Takes an yeah. army. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, definitely. Definitely. It's crazy. That was my first lost lines too. And I'm never going to miss another one. I'll tell you that. But yeah, Hell it's just yeah. like, like the way just this industry has changed so much in the last six or seven years is like so crazy to me because like, I even like, like, um, like you guys are saying like, it's wild because like, I never thought that so much of this would be 
so like so much of like my like what I need to do as far as like social media and like all that stuff I'm like I'm absolutely terrible when it comes down to it at some point but I'm also really good at it too because I know different ways to like kind of finesse like Instagram for example like all that stuff but like you know it's just funny because it's just all it's all become way more than music and Mm -hmm. you don't realize what you sign up for you really don't but like I would never I could never imagine myself doing anything else you know like and like I was telling you guys too it's like um and we were talking we were talking about like the rhythm thing where it's like all these kids just like (laughs) trying to copy one another they're the people who are actually doing it really well are the ones who are going to have the longevity not only that but like they also you know if this all switched to everyone making house music those are the kids who would probably make really good house songs still, you know, or, or, um, you know, if we went back to, to, to big room, which I, I hope we never do. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they could probably, I, they could probably make anything, you know, I'm like, uh, that's like another thing that like I've, I preach to like everyone and like students and like all that stuff, please do yourself a favor. If you don't feel like making a dubstep banger, make a house song yeah just practice just practice 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 you know the best advice i can ever give anyone is like be versatile have fun like i i look up like i've known nitty-gritty for a while and like you know even though like we're cool and like we're we're, we're homies like i still look up to him so much you know because the way he puts his music out and how he just doesn't care like is really really cool to me you know what i'm saying and i Mm -hmm. think he opens up doors to be you know like in my opinion i think he's gonna be like the next nipple and skrillex you know i think eventually you know he's gonna write that one song that's gonna make him explode even harder than he already has Mm -hmm. and i think it's gonna go him i think it's gonna take him to the top like and he's gonna be like pop star status one day which i think is he deserves a thousand percent like he can hold himself in the studio with probably anyone i believe too you know like which i think is amazing but like I think taking note of like his book, like, and I definitely did. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start like really pushing this stuff out. Even if mm-hmm. like a lot of it will be like, you know, the, the quote unquote behind the scenes work, like it will still be there. Like, you know, like ASCAP exists. My name will be on the production yeah. record, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think there's just so much. And like another person too, who's like extremely versatile. And I think people don't realize it because of how he puts in his production is VRG. And yeah think, yes I shout out think, vrg oh mm-hmm. my god he's crazy i honestly think he's 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 definitely you know me and him have a crazy crazy song um yeah we, yes. we need that we need the link for that one too that's, <laughs> that's been on our top five for a long time if in yeah. the unreleased world yeah that that there's a there's a a pretty hidden message i, I don't hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying this but the pretty hidden message in that song uh and it's pretty funny too and like I think it, I think it like low key might start some beef, (laughs) but like, it's funny. Not like, not like in a, you know, we're going to beef with anyone in particular. I think people are just going to be like, yeah, you guys are kind of stupid for that. Like, (laughs) but like uh, the name of that song is Scud. So it stands for stop calling us step step. Oh, okay. Because like, because like me and him always say, it's like, I've just evolved and I've stayed with the trap sound. Like my drums have always been the same grooves and like all that stuff. I'm like, uh, run it actually tweeted about this the other day and i love this term and he was like he's like it's trap too and i was like yes that's exactly because you still have the people like the bylo the liney john casey 
Debao, shout out all the amazing producers, Duels, ISOXO. I think they're saying more true to the original sound of Chop. I think what me and him and people like, even like Revlo, Freaky, even High Zombie, and like, I can't even name off the top of my head because there's like so many people now. But like, I think we're really taking a new sound with Trap and like evolving it with like the mixture of like dubstep and rhythm, like all that stuff, you know? Um, I think it's really cool, but like, it's just funny because I hate when people are like, oh, you're one of my favorite dubstep DJs. Like, <laughs> I don't even play that much like one-to-one dubstep, like in my sets, you know, like it's mostly just a lot of my unreleased stuff. And probably like even like people like Jaque and stuff too. He's been like he has a couple of songs that I would consider like in that lane too. And even company too, like you know, I think it's really cool. And especially even with like Peekaboo G Rex Taboo, their mm-hmm. stuff is really, really, really pays homage to like the trap sound, you know. And I think people not like confuse it, but like they can call it whatever they want. If they want to consider it dubstep, that's fine. You know, I think we all agree with that. It's whatever you want to do. But I really, I really, really like their stuff because of how they've stayed true to like that trappy sound, you know, and it evolved it in like a crazy way. Like G Rex, too, for example, like all those like weird subby wubby songs that he was releasing when he was popping off, like crazy. And I was like, dude, these are, these are going to change not only the, the way trap moves now because it did but it also is going to change the entirety of the sound in this industry and it actually did which is crazy and i'm like so stoked for him too because i've known him since like 2014 as well you know like we all like were very young in like the soundcloud era at that time you know which was really cool yeah. to see hell yeah well, we have we have one more round, and it's just a couple of questions. I mean, we're gonna go through it super quick. Let's do um, it. This is our can, lightning round. <laughs> yeah, we gotta make them short, like less than fifteen seconds each. Gosh, you just say it. All right, for, first one. What does black sheep represent? The name itself. <sighs> that, that that's such a long story, but to break it down for you to where I'm at with it right now, um, don't ever be afraid to be yourself. Don't think that you're alone and just know that like more people have your back than you think and just like stay focused on like whatever you want in life, music or not, and just, just be real with everyone and yourself. You know, that's just like the message I'm trying to push through the brand, you know? I love that. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. That's cool. Thank you. All right. Next one. When did you start the black sheep project? Um, I actually started black sheep with a friend of mine, so Black Sheep was a duo originally starting from 2014, 2015. Shout out, Nick. Um, he went on to just do some regular life stuff. He's doing amazing now. You know, I'm very, very proud of him on that end. But we started the project October 14th, 2014. Sweet. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. This one's going to be hard for you. Okay. Fuck, Mary, kill. Freaky, Revlo, VRG. No, you can't do this to me. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to hang up. No. <laughs> no, we have you in custody. I'm sorry. No. So you have to answer. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to marry Revlo because we are basically, we argue and bicker with each other. And I've known him for like seven years. So he's the closest one. I guess me and then, or me and VRG, are, we're going to do the thing that you do when two married people 
people love each other. I'm sorry, I have to feel freaky. I, I don't want to, but like I have to. It's okay. He can defend himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's taller than me. He'd probably beat my ass. Yeah. Like, He'd kill yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. I'd be the dead one. Yeah. He'd probably beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny too. I was talking to somebody and they were like, what if they ask you like a fuck Mary kill question? I'm like, I hope they don't. <laughs> People well, are, are the, expecting it. We are the That's FBI. So, so when you're True. in custody and we have you in questioning <laughs> that you will be asked fuck Mary kill mm-hmm. that's funny fair it's enough par- it's okay. part of the lightning round so okay. mm-hmm. it's a it's a tradition now <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, the audience the audience loves it I love that that's so funny <laughs> all right next question would you rather produce rap or EDM for the rest of your life um to be brutally honest I'd rather go into the hip-hop lane mm-hmm. um Simply just because um, uh, it's consistently evolving and I've stayed with the trend since the day I've started, like music in general or producing in general. Um, and uh, I can let go of the live show aspect. I would never want to, but I can let go of that to, um, you know, focus on other things. And I can even be a DJ in that lane too. I really eventually probably will do that like later on. Um, if I'm not like too old and my old knees will allow me to tour with rappers who are probably going to be like <laughs> half my age at that time. They'll but... wheel you around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But no, I'm definitely uh, hip hop for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Last question of the interview. Would you rather headline Lost Lands or Base Canyon? Um, Lost Lands because it's three days and that means more of my friends can play. And I get to see them. So Lost Lands. Because, uh, even though I want to, I've never been to the, to the uh, where's, uh, wherever Base Canyon is, like that crazy big um, the gorge. venue. Yeah, there you go. I always get the name of it, but it looks beautiful. So like, maybe could I attend Base Canyon, but headline Lost Lands? Then mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely down, you know. But no, we'll make, make an exception. Yeah, Lost Lands, just because there will be more opportunities for my friends to be there. Good answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Well, that concludes the lightning round and pretty much the interview. Do you have Uh, any final words that you'd like to tell for everyone who's listening right now? So shout out all my friends, shout out everyone who's like I've worked with or anything like that. And also just like, like I was saying before, just like what I've like where I'm with the project and like the message I'm trying to put out as a person, just like stay focused, stay real, stay humble work smarter not harder because don't burn yourself out and don't like you know exhaust yourself over you know like and i hate to say it but don't exhaust yourself over silly little sounds on your silly little computer and your silly little life you know there's much more to it and like know that like at the end of the day like the internet does not rule you don't give in to the bullshit on the internet you know everything that will happen or more real life experiences will benefit you way more that goes for just life in general but like especially in this industry and like uh, you know one thing i i just want to always say is like you know be grateful for everything and anything and put 100 all into anything uh, i uh i had a lot of fun and i was like like i said i really really want to do this with you guys because i love your platform i love everything you guys do i'm super proud of you guys too with the whole welcome records things that's oh, amazing for you. you guys Thanks, and dude. just like has a whole like you know just like i said like surround yourself with good people have your fun 
don't do drugs because they're very bad for you. And that's all. That's, that's it. Wise words from Black Sheep himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like to think so, at least. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thanks for everyone for tuning in. I hope everyone made it home safe from Lost Lands and hope to see you guys soon at the next show. If you're going to EDC Orlando, hit us up. We will be there. Or I don't know whatever other festivals we're going to, but this grandma needs to recover because I am I am still dead. Not gonna yeah. lie. I don't it's gonna take me like at least two months or at least until EDC Orlando to recover. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs>